Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk a bunch of animated shows and movies here with new podcasts every other Wednesday. Find everything about us at OverlyAnimated.com. I'm your host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hey. We are back talking The Owl House as uh, we are in between the first and second half of The Owl House Season 2 when we're recording this. Um, So we wanted to check in on a bunch of theories that everyone is having about the show. A big uh, speculation time before the rest of the season airs. So, And a lot of, I think, big theories or possibilities to dive into. We talked about some of them already on our last Owl House podcast. You can check out our previous coverage at OverlyAnimated.com. Um, so yeah, we, we, we introduced Grimwalkers and stuff like that last time, but we're going to dive deeper into, uh, everything with Grimwalkers and Bellows, stuff like that. So a lot of, uh, fun stuff coming here. Um, uh, as of, as of this, uh, recording, we have no news on, uh, anything about the second half of season two. So, um, we'll see, but, uh, we'll be back talking about it whenever, whenever it comes back. Probably, hopefully this is the only podcast in between hopefully it's not too long before season two begins airing again but yes uh, we we have no news as of this if you're listening in the future there might be more things to speculate about okay let's uh get right into the the theories um so uh yeah and to be clear we've seen uh episode 10 if you're listening in the future of season mm-hmm. two and that's it um so uh, i wanted to start off by uh Asking, I guess, where where we're at. I haven't heard from Michelle and Alex about uh, anything Grimwalker or Bellis related in a while. So, what's uh, what's stick standing out from you uh, from the show right now? It's like, what mythology element, or it could be a specific theory you have, or someone else, or someone else has had that you've seen uh, that you're most excited to see uh, addressed soon, Michelle. I mean. <laughs> Like many people, I'm very much like on the Grimwalker train, very much assuming Hunter is a Grimwalker. I, I mean, I think the thing is, though, that I, I mean, pre yesterday's lie, like there there was so much to consider already, just like with the Hunter side of that. Um, I think, you know, a lot of us assume that like, oh, OK, so Hunter's. Like, definitely a vessel Bellos is going to inhabit during the Day of Unity to have a new body because his body <laughs> kind of sucks and he, like, did something really messed up to it. But now that we have Yesterday's Lies context, it seems a little more unclear. It, like, introducing this whole, like, brother dynamic mm. to uh, presumably the lineage of Bellos, unless he literally is, like, four centuries old, which, I don't know, he doesn't look that old to me. So that's an interesting wrinkle there. Uh, it's a lot of, I mean, it's really exciting. Like, I really do love how this show's building on itself. And we haven't, like, waited too long, I feel like, since, like, the Hunter reveal of the Grimwalker stuff to the reveal of, like, Philip having a brother. And that I, I like that, too, because now, like, we're we're not getting, like, seeds of information every, like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes. Like, we're getting it a lot sooner. It seems like now they're ramping up with that plot a little more, and I really, really like it. So, I mean, I think, like, the biggest thing is just, like, what's going on with the Grimwalker stuff? And, like, what what does Bellos want Hunter for, I guess, main concern? Just because, like, Hunter is a very likable character, so I care a little more about the state of his fate than just the the brother stuff in general, because that's a little more 
speculative. But Hunter's like right here. It's easy to care about him right now. So that's where my head's at. Protect Hunter. Yeah, I, <laughs> we, we agree. Uh, yeah, they, they've been moving really fast. We got the Grimwalkers in the like beginning of episode nine, Brother yeah. stuff episode 10. Like, yeah, maybe maybe this, is, this will be addressed up. really quick in the next few episodes. That's definitely possible. Um, Alex, what about you? What are you uh, most excited to see the show dive into soon? Uh, I feel like I'm a lot, uh, a lot more invested in just the overall plan with this day of unity. Like we, we, we has, or at this point we have like some of the vagaries of like uh, there's going to be a merging of realm, uh, realms, Earth and the the boiling isles will somehow be combined. But I still don't really have a, a feel for why we would necessarily want that. Like uh, Bellow's health feels definitely involved in that, and like figuring <laughs> out his health. <laughs> well, <laughs> Uh, he's he's coughing up a storm in a lot of these episodes. Uh, I, I would like his throat to feel better. Uh, no, but um, it, just you know his physical state, and I guess relating to Grimwalkers, connecting that to the overall plan is probably a, a part of it. But just on the whole, I, I want to figure figure out what his what his deal is, and because that that just that feels like the eventual big event that. Owl House will be leading up to, and I- I'm interested to see what we can pick up before it actually happens. Nice. Okay, yeah, I think those were the things I was going to say, so on the same page. I lo- lo- very excited for Grimwalkers. Um, very excited for a Day of Unity. I, mm-hmm. in, in thinking about things before this podcast, I have a new Day of Unity theory, so I'm excited to... Oh, good, 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 because I was going to ask, um, what do we literally think that means? Like, what does that represent? Is it a unity of two worlds? Is it a unity of magic between the covens? Is it a unity of Bellos possessing Hunter? Like, what does Day <laughs> of Unity literally mean? There are so many ways they could take yeah. that. Yeah, on the surface, you know, unifying the worlds, but maybe there's more to it. So let, yeah. we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have some. Yeah, I want to. I want to hash out this new theory. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure someone's thought of all this uh, before. Uh, Al House fans are uh, covering every angle here, so <laughs> we will. Uh, n- not necessarily everything we're diving into is an original thought. Credit to uh, everyone. I think everyone was on the Grimwalker train pretty, uh, mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. much at the same time right away. So I don't know if there's an origin for that, but I could be wrong. Um, and then there's some other uh, other stuff we're gonna get into too. Oh yeah, I wanted to say. Also, I am very interested in and invested in like the everything with Luz making the portal because I think there's uh, as I talked about in the last podcast. I think there's the main emotional stake of the show in like how they get the portal made. What's gonna happen with Luz being uh, on stuck in the boiling aisles right now? Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, she does not go back to Earth and get separated in any you know any sense. I think. Uh, with all of Luz's emotional connections, including Ida, Amity. Um, I, I, th- I think uh, a lot there in terms of where, where that's going. But we also really don't know uh, any direction in terms of making the portal. Like, they tried making the portal, didn't work. So we'll see. We, we can talk about that too, though. Um, let's 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 uh, start with the Grimwalkers. And um, I want to uh, reintroduce this, uh, and, uh, last podcast, we, uh, introduced Grimwalkers to the first time to April on the podcast. That was fun. If you want to go back and listen to that. Um, but, uh, I think we're, we're on the same page with, with Grimwalkers. So briefly again, in the beginning of episode nine, there's a book open. It's like right at the beginning. If you pause it and it says Grimwalker on it. Um, I don't know if this is like a journal of Velos's, I guess that's what it is. And uh, it has some words on it. It has some diagrams 
including an, a picture of an eye, which I would say is maybe the main thing tying it to Hunter. It looks like Hunter's eye. Um, so people think that uh, this Grimwalker concept, it might be sort of some sort of clone or homunculus uh, magic method in the Boiling Isles, and people think Hunter might be that. Now, uh, Hunter is, does have memories or thinks he has memories of his, his, his upbringing, so it's not like it fits in perfectly. Um, it would have to be something where, like, Hunter was implanted with these or told this, but it's not actually true. Um, or maybe he was a, a clone baby and actually all that's real and he was just handed off to a family or something. I don't know. Um, and a uh, big thing I, uh, from episode nine was that Bellos, he says he's big plans for Hunter. It'd be a pain to find his replacement. Mm-hmm. Definitely a replacement, I think, a, a word we're going to over <laughs> over speculate on. <laughs> we'll see if it's justified. So. Uh, the basic concept of Hunter being a Grimwalker, I guess, again, to dive more into the book, uh, there's there's one of the thing is one of the last bullet point is Bone of Ortet. Um, and uh, I believe if you Google Ortet, it's some vaguely sciencey word meaning uh, something to do with clones. Um, so like 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 a, not like clones like they are here, but people are uh, saying that's the big evidence. You know, the diagrams, it's like uh, there's like a. a, a person a smaller person a baby you know not not hard to arrive at some sort of clone conclusion i think from just from seeing the book um so i guess to start with like hunter being a grimwalker um and generally the show being invested in grimwalkers like are we buying or selling that because the, the show has not said the word grimwalker yet it should be noted like this is a lot we're extrapolating if it, from this one two seconds worth yeah. of right. frame is all, all the only mention right yeah well alex how about yes. that are you are you skeptic are you a grimwalker skeptic then if you're <laughs> saying it's only been two seconds well, look, I'll admit, when, when you prepare the outline for this uh, theory, um, this is the most I've read about Grimwalkers up until, up until this point. So I had not really consi- even considered um, this that much before um, looking at all these uh, all the potential theories around it. Um, I'll say that like, if, if Hunter were, were to be a Grimwalker, I, I trust the owl house writing stuff enough to make that good but i i always i i have a little bit of a of a worry about making a character you care about just like oh you were a clone in the end and like i don't know i feel like we're, we're getting close to a point where a lot of shows are doing that now of like you know you're not, I, you're not actually real and but you're finding your own identity and like you know it's still useful at all but like it just i don't know i i kind of want to a little bit of a different uh, story to go with Hunter, but it, it uh, I, I can see the people theorizing about it. Honestly, the, the uh, alternative of uh, Bellows being it because like Bellows has such weird a- um, aspects going on with him. He's like gooping all over the place and stuff. Like I kind of believe that he's uh, a, a new creature that we have not really dove into. So him being a Grimwalker kind of makes a little more sense to me, honestly. Okay. Uh, not mutually exclusive, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah they could uh, both oh, be Grimwalkers. Yeah, mm. yeah I'll <laughs> I think, and I, 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 just like, oh, the character's a clone. I can see that that's, like, not that appealing. I, for me, the, it's it's much more exciting when you get into more specific, like, what it might mean for Bellos, the Bellos story. So I want to present yeah. a few of those ideas. Okay. Yeah. And in terms of, like, uh, we we have been seeing some clone theories. I mean, I think famously uh, Voltron had an actual big clone plot line. Um, uh, Vorgak I know, I don't... is the only other clone I could really think of. 
We have, I, I, I know in Ladybug, this is also a yes. Oh, it's a Ladybug thing? Yeah, we have, okay. we have a big People Ladybug theory with the uh, Scent of Monsters, yeah. So we have met, almost exactly, as we've mentioned in the podcast, almost exactly matching clone theories with Ladybug and Alice now, <laughs> with bl- blonde sad boys uh, potentially being clones, um, which is very exciting. Uh, we love it. Uh, but uh, Michelle, so you're, you're in, you're in on Grimwalkers. What's, what's, what's convinced you? Uh, the, I think honestly it was the eyes like why else would Hunter have like <laughs> these red burgundy eyes that look exactly like the red burgundy eyes on that picture of the, it was just like it's so intentional you know and even like the the face structure looks similar and I mean this is probably going to get into the other theory about like the statues of the boys we see in the town in yesterday's lie but I mean, like this stuff seems so intentional on the part of the crew. I can't imagine that it's, you know, that it doesn't fit. I feel like they want it to fit, and it makes sense that it fits. So to me, it's like, yeah, it does fit. It does fit. It's Grimwalker. Is it a possibility though that's showing you something that you need in order to keep or maintain a Grimwalker? Like you need somebody's red eyes in order to do it and so you hunt down somebody who specifically has red eyes to complete your 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 maintain your maintenance i guess that's possible it's just like looking at the picture it's like you go from like the the baby in the fetal position to like a little kid to like an adult i guess and then they i mean like it just seems like mm-hmm. the it, it's sho- it's showing very clearly like the growth cycle of a Grimwalker, and like on the one side, it has like I assumed the recipe, right? The Grimwalker recipe, like sure. you know, this set of ingredients to make one, and then this is the cycle it needs. And it even looks like there's like I don't know, there's that circle at the top where it's like a you have something that's getting like broken, and I wonder like, oh, is that you know like because like Bellows he uses talismans he takes their their blood energy to stay alive like could that be related to grimwalker stuff like is do do they are they not self-sustaining after you make them or something do you maybe need a fresh grimwalker to maintain a current grimwalker i don't know but i feel like that book is just so full of information yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That part at the top with the uh, with the stones, uh, yeah, right? I, like I had not really thought about that at before. One point or something. Yeah, maybe that's to curious. do with upkeep. That's possible. There's a goop yeah. in the in the very top yeah. left. Yeah, there's a drop. Maybe that's the the blood from. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that's in blood of palismans, but that is kind of what it is. Yeah, that could be the palisman stuff, Bellows. And we, you know, we that that's more definitive is that Bellows needs the palismans to, and he like consumes their energy. Um, that's been clearly mm-hmm. presented by the show. So that could be a build up if that ties into this, which I, I believe it would. Um, I do think it must be jarring if you're like a casual Owl House fan and you like turn on oh, a podcast sure. or a YouTube video and it's like Grimwalkers. It's like what I watched. I've watched every episode of the show. I've never heard of Grimwalkers. <laughs> um, and I think normally I would say like, let's not base an entire thing based on a two second background type shot. Um, although this is very intentionally placed, like generally, if you're mm-hmm. writing a show, you want to like be clear about if you're doing some foreshadowing and building up, you want to like say the thing prominently um, if you want to explore that more. 
the but I think Owl House is a little bit of a different beast. Um, it's it's uh, it's like a conspiracy type show. Like this is in the vein of the Gravity yeah. Falls, where yeah. this the mm-hmm. show hides codes in every episode. It, this, the letters of the episode titles spell out a thing, which we'll talk about. Like this show is would be more likely than any other show to do this sort of thing, where it has a whole it, it reveals a big thing in a two second shot. Like it just it feels right for this show more than any other show. Um, and I do think there's, there's other stuff like, like the, we have seen Bellos with the Palismans that would, that would potentially be building up to this. But yeah, for me, it gets a lot more interesting when you bring in other possibilities. And I think the other big evidence for me is the, the replacement line, um, in episode nine. I do think that's, mm-hmm. I've, i very much keyed into that. So, uh, I see like, uh, so, okay, here's, I'll give you, I, I'll rehash this again. My two okay. big, con- uh, Grimwalker theories um before episode 10 because i agree episode 10 kind of changes things right like we were we were on a week a full week of grimwalker speculation then everything got uh got reshuffled after episode 10 so before episode 10 i thought okay bellos is philip and right uh, we all uh, assumed yeah and and uh, he is uh preparing hunter as a vessel Right. Uh, to inhabit, to he's mm-hmm. you know he, we didn't even know he was super old at that point, but I guess you, the journals journals were very old timey. Um, so he has been able to stay alive. He in inha- he grows a new Grimwalker, and then his mind takes over the new Grimwalker body, and so Hunter will be like his mind will be killed or consumed by Bellos when he inhabits Hunter's body. Basically, it's the next replacement ve- ve- uh, vessel for Bellos. That was definitely my big theory after um, episode nine. I think this is maybe similar to a uh, Hordak Prime storyline on Shira. Um, definitely something we we've seen in in you know fantasy stories. Oh, that's another clone. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that yeah, would be. Yeah. He is a bunch of clones. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess Hord, Hordak himself a clone. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, clones, clones, very very hot right now. Very in. <laughs> uh, so what, Michelle? What do you think of that? Um, we're it does uh that still appeal to you does episode 10 change things did you even like that kind of idea in the first place i mean the i think the only thing i mean i'll start by saying yes i love that and i kind of still want to believe that even though yesterday's lie throws the brother thing at us the only reason the brother thing complicates it is just because when you look at the profiles everyone talks about how hunter's nose and like kind of face shape look a little more like philip's brother Right, which would make us assume, oh, yeah. the brother of the clone, but why he wouldn't want to be his brothers? Maybe he doesn't want to possess Hunter. Maybe he wants him f- for another reason. But honestly, like the more I think about it, like I, we don't know what happens to the state of the body as a Grimwalker. But like, I'm just gonna assume either. Either Bellos like was messing around with dark magic and messed up his body. Or, like, maybe being a Grimwalker isn't sustainable after a certain period of time and your body starts to break down. Or maybe it's even, like, a cursed form of magic, whereas, like, the longer you maintain your body, like, (laughs) it starts to revert to, like, a really creepy state. Like, maybe that's what's going on with Bellos, right? Like, the... The, the gooping and, like, the transformation sequence where you see him, like, super monstrous, like, his shadow and all on the wall. Maybe that's just what happens if you maintain being a Grimwalker too long. Yeah. So, and also just, like, the thing that really surprised me about Bellows is just, like, he looks like such a regular dude. Like, of all the <laughs> things that could have 
him behind this mask, you know? If it wasn't for the line across his face, like, he'd look like a pretty normal guy, and I just couldn't get over that. Uh, his ear is super small. There, there's no way he's not. He didn't start off as a human. So he's not old enough to be, you know, four centuries old. If this start, Like, I believe Luce thinks this started with Philip in the 1600s. So, and she uses a smartphone now. So, like, if it's present day, we're talking at least four centuries. So, I mean, I think, I don't think that's the original body of Philip, you know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's possible given that timeline. So, I think the most likely thing, he looks like maybe 45, 50, I don't know. It's hard to tell. But he's not, he's not like a grandpa, you know. So I think like the most likely thing is that yeah his body's decomposing either because that's what normally happens with Grimwalkers or he like messed around with wrong magic, but I, I don't think I, I think like he the 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 assumption that maybe he does want to possess Hunter is still very much on the table because it seems like maybe he does this a lot like maybe this is the first time he's like consciously made the decision to rise to power, um to go to Earth. I think this also means that if he's like transferring his mind when he told Hunter, like, oh yeah, I've been to Earth before, like technically that's literally not true. Like maybe five Phillips ago with the original Philip. Not yeah, that visiting Phillip, yeah. Earth, but not actually this one. And maybe that's part of why he wants to go so bad. Cause I I, I really hope that like <laughs> like spoilers, big spoilers for Amphibia, but like conquesting <laughs> there right now that absolutely panned out i kind of hope that Bellos's plans like not just literally taking over earth i i do think personally it'd be a little more interesting if it was a thing where it's like he has these memories even though he knows they aren't technically his but he wants to go there again to like for it to feel more real you know mm. like it is his real life and these memories aren't fake and he really is the same person even though he's not and I mean, I think that could get into some really interesting stuff with Hunter. We're like, yeah, Hunter, if he is like a clone of somebody else from, you know, a very long time ago, like he's also Hunter, he's his own person and he can choose his own life path. And, but also like maybe he does have weird memories from a life that's not his. And maybe that'll be made more clear later on in the season or something. And a lot of drama can happen with that. So I'd, I still really like the idea of, you know, Bellos having him around with the explicit desire to possess him in some way. And that he groomed himself in his own little laboratory. He told him he was his uncle. I mean, sure. But yeah. I, just, I just think that's way more interesting. Yeah, I think um, a distinction between uh, that you, you're bringing up here, which I think we is a good point that we should get into, is like two kind of ideas for this Um Hunter's a marker of Belos, like a clone of Belos, because what I was presenting was that Belos's mind would like literally be transferred from his current body, whether it's his original or a Grimwalker. I think it's a Grimwalker body. What well, it would be like literally transferred from him and replacing Hunter's current mind. So like in that case, like he would be the same, literally the same person in terms of mind um, that was from the 1600s. Um, yep. now that being said, you know, his memories might be faded. Maybe the transfer takes something out of you. So he still could be like, I want to see earth again. It's been so long. I barely remember it. It could be that sort of thing. Um, but you don't necessarily need the mind transfer. He could literally just be a clone of Bellos. And then it's like, okay, then here's the new Bellos. Maybe he p pushes a switch and 
uh, activates his memories as or something. I don't know, but like it, it doesn't necessarily necessitate a mind takeover like that. Um, it could just be like he is some iteration. I think like you were presenting like some iteration of Bellows, and each Grimwalker like removes him more so. Um, Maybe, yeah, I'd like that because one thing that didn't make sense, like the more we would listen to the journal to Philip's journals, like Philip seemed like a pretty chill dude. I mean, we only have like snippets of his journal to go off of, but he he was very fascinated by the world. He seemed relatively respectful of it. He was just like very curious and was writing down notes and exploring. So he he didn't seem to have any kind of like, unless he kept it out of his journal, um, desire to like take it over or harness magic. So I do like the idea that like with every progressive you know, changing of the guard with the Grimwalkers that they they kind of push away from that initial version of that person um, and go down this different path. And, and even if they don't really perceive themselves as changing, they totally are with each time a new Grimwalker forms. And that's really cool. And so, yes, I would love that if that were true. And the the other thing I think, and yeah, I agree. I think that that is cool. The other thing should be noted is we're looking at this image from episode nine um, of like uh, the Bellows face reveal, Grim uh, and Hunter's uh, standing right behind him. They look extremely similar. Like they we should do. note they that they both have blonde hair. They both have the same ears with the little hitch in it. Um, like uh, he he looks like a clone in this in this picture of him, or like he looks like his son. And in what Bellows told Hunter, like what Hunter says, he's not like directly related, even though he says uncle. Exactly, he's like he was, I like, he was like an adopted uncle, is what yeah, Hunter he thinks. Him. But like they look so similar, that can't be true. I mean, I, I guess mean, it could be. It's definitely very suspicious in the context of the boiling yeah. aisles. But also, like maybe one of the things that because uh, like. Why does Hunter have big ears if he's I mean I like you know like I don't think anyone's really talked about that but it's like he he has no inherent magic ability right Yeah so that seems to point to Grimwalker but also he doesn't have human ears so is that just like a thing that all Grimwalkers have they're modeled after like witch clones and not human clones so all of the clones just get witch ears I don't know. It's a little strange. He's kind of like a hodgepodge between like the the boiling aisles itself and like the Philip Bellos legacy. Uh, it's a good point that if Bellos was originally a human, why does his current form have witch ears? Why does his new clone have witch ears? Um, Hunter. Oh, I don't uh, think although, Bellos um, has witch ears. They're just pointy, but they're small as heck. <laughs> like those are human sized Those are human ears. ears? Interesting. Just, I didn't think of that. Not, they're just not cute and round like Lucy's, but they're about the size of a <laughs> Lucy ear, you know? <laughs> Uh, I mean, in this uh, theory of, uh, of cloning over the generations, given that you're stuck in the boiling aisles for this this long of a time, I think it would make sense that, like, if you have any control over how the clone ends up looking, you'd like want to like tweak it a little bit over a generation over generation to like slowly blend in, yeah. and so that way nobody really suspects anything when you end up being the emperor somehow mm. of this realm. That's a great huh. point. That a well, that point. explains, again, if we're looking at that picture on Bellos's little human ear, he's got like a chip in it, right? And Hunter yeah, has the exact chip, yeah. same chip on the same ear. That's a little sus. That would just yeah. naturally happen. I, I, to I wonder people. if you need to chip the ear for the Grimwalker process or something. Like maybe that's a sign of being a Grimwalker. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't think of Bellos's ears as I guess I, guess I saw so pointy, small. but they are small. <laughs> the first thing I noticed when the episode dropped, I'm like, oh, his ears are very small. <laughs> I guess though. you should look at the ears. I guess so. 
Um, Alex, where are you on this this concept of um, just generally Hunter is is a, is Bellos's new uh, new replacement? Uh, uh, how 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 likely do you think? Um, I'm I'm into the idea of it. Um, I would say also um, if we bringing if we're bringing in the fact that Bellows potentially has, has potentially his brother is Philip. Um, what if, is there a possibility that Philip is already in Hunter? Like, is is that any anything like that? And that's why the uh, Bellows is so desperate to keep him around for like one. One day, like uh, I, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, but, I think you're you're, li- huh. you're leading us into possibility number two. So let's dive into that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, that, 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 same page. Okay. So, okay, that was my idea. The hunter is. This is just like pre-episode ten. Just like hunters is, is for Bellus. Like he's Bellus's replacement. Okay, but then uh, episode ten brings in the the brother things, which really complicates everything. So. Um, this we're going to talk about is Bellus Philip or is Bellus's brother Philip? Um, if Bellus's brother is Philip. Maybe Hunter is not a, a vessel for Bellos himself, but is a vessel for Philip to revive Philip, to bring him back from uh, some sort of suspended animated state. I don't know where Philip is, but uh, Hunter could be uh, Philip himself. He could he could literally be a Philip clone that just doesn't know he's Philip yet, and eventually he'll tell him. Or he could want to implant Philip into his mind. I guess it's simpler if he's literally Philip um, and he's just like a clone of Philip and it's like Bellus's way of getting Philip back. Um, But there is a lot of evidence for this too um, because uh, the main thing I think is that Hunter has a a cardinal uh, palisman and we see an image in uh, episode 10 of one of the brothers has a cardinal on his shoulder. Uh, If this is the Philip brother... Uh, the cardinal could have finally found his way back to Philip after all these after all these years, yeah. um, which is something that uh, the Bat Queen says to that palisman. It's like you haven't you haven't found someone in so long um, in that episode. Um, so if this is literally this could be Philip, it could be young clone Philip, um, and then maybe there's some sort of activation process, or maybe f- he never gets his memories as Philip back, and this is just like, hey Hunter, you're actually a clone of my long dead brother. Deal with that. Um, <laughs> Like, 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 may, like, maybe this is just, he's just, I'm kind of in, uh, in originally I'm like, oh, there's some sort of like terrible thing that's going to happen to Hunter. He's going to die, but he, maybe he's just Philip and that's just all. Um, yeah. Michelle, what do you think mm-hmm. of this possibility now? I'm like looking at the picture in the book with the awesome drawing of the, <laughs> the witch with the <laughs> spiky tail. I love that. And then I'm, I'm scrolling down to the picture of the statue I guess, like, the thing that's really throwing me off is the freaking ponytail, right? Because, like, Bellows has long hair. So as soon as we knew what Phillips looked like, I think we were all like, oh, like, long blonde hair? How many guys like that existed in the Boiling Owls? It got to be the same person. Maybe that's not true. Maybe, maybe it's flipped. And I do think that, like, I'm looking at them both, and I know, like, some people pointed out that, like, one of the brothers is holding, like, um, in the book picture... He's holding, like, you know, a little square paper with a circle on it. So he was practicing magic the way Luce is, mm-hmm. um, like the natural elements. And if you look at the stone picture, one of them has a book and one of them is holding, like, a crumpled piece of paper. So it's mirroring that. So that's probably the same brother. So that's not the brother that has the little bird on the shoulder. So if the one with the shoulder bird is 
Philip. Then Bellos is the other brother that we don't know the name of. Bellos is the one with the ponytail in this. Am I following? No, I think oh. I, I I think it's Bellos flipped, is the, right? That's, Bellos that's, would be the magic the user, user, right? Yeah, Bellos is the magic user. I, I think I, that makes more sense, right? Because one of them is holding a book. So the book one, I think, is Philip. I think and Lil- they have short hair in the statue. And that that checks out more like they had a journal. They are studying. And like the other brother was interested in magic. So I think the magic brother lines up way more with like if Bellos is at all related to either of them, probably leans towards being the other brother interested in magic and not the one that was just more curious about the world from like an academic inquisitive mind perspective. Yeah, I think it's unclear trying to match the brothers a little bit. I'm trying to see like one is it's taller. So um, and but... like honestly, in the book picture, both of them have ponytails because that was just the style so in colonial times. Right, so that's yeah. really hard. Yeah, are they are they like George Washington wigs? Uh... They might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think yeah, getting into the whole Bellus. So honestly, after episode ten, I'm like, oh, Bellus isn't Philip. Philip is a separate person. I was like, oh, duh. Like, that's my obvious conclusion. I was a little bit taken aback to see a lot of people still think Bellows is Philip after episode 10. I, I think it's the hair. I think it's the hair. And also one of them just, like, has a more prominent jaw and nose that looks like Hunter, which is also very confusing. Yeah. So is what's the conclusion of, Michelle, if, if you're comparing all the people? Like, Hunter looks more like who from the pictures? Who we think... Uh, I, I mean... Hunter looks like the one that had, I mean, <laughs> if we're going based on the statue, Hunter looks like the, the one holding the book, just purely uh, based on nose and jaw. Okay. Um, and then the other one, I think we all want to assume is Philip, the ponytail holding the crumpled piece of paper. But the thing is, the paper boy is not the one who has the red bird on the shoulder. So... What what does that mean? Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I I do think it's the 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 glyph one in the book is taller, and then um, the statue looks like the one on the left is taller. I don't know if that's anything. Could be perspective. It could be. I think it might be perspective. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think this is confusing, but um, I think you know. I don't think it's definitive at the very least. Who's who? Um, so I I do think like the cardinal thing. And it should be noted, these, these, again, the book, the book and the statue, I'll try to put all these pictures in the podcast notes, I'll remember to do that. Yeah, Um, they help. These are, these are all like one image, again, much like the Grimwalker book. Uh, The Cardinal is like a thing in the show, the Bat Queen line about the Cardinal having not had a a owner in a long time. That's like an actual thing in the show. Like, so these are, there's some significance, I think, with um, Hunter and the Cardinal. And it's like seeing a Cardinal in the book. Like, uh, no coincidence, I think. No, there are no coincidences <laughs> in shows that have to be animated. Um, my second thing I wanted to bring up, and I, like, feel so bad. I don't remember who initially had this theory because Twitter moves so fast with this stuff. But so the other, the one holding the piece of paper with the the magic scrolls on it. Um, so, like, they have, like, a, a stick thing. Some people think that might be the Goose Boy also from that episode with the Palismans, um, the one that had like the kind of bell on its nose. And they kind of said in relation to like, if you look at the Emperor's Coven, like brand insignia, 
you have two sets of bird wings, right? Like one's like pretty big and one's a little smaller. So what if the big wings are from the goose palisman and the small wings are from the cardinal? And it's like, uh, you know, it's like the, the brothers either made it together or, or Bellos was being sentimental about him and his brother's palismans or the original brothers because he's not one of the originals. You know, I, I think that's an interesting wrinkle of like information hiding in plain sight that we can now make sense of now that we have more information. Interesting. I barely remember the goose. I have seen, yeah. I have seen the insignia being, uh, I think Rebecca. Because there are two sets of bird bit. wings and they're different kinds of wings. So like, what does that mean? Yeah, One of them could be I, I, I think Rebecca Rose was comparing the like Emperor's Coven or some sort of Bellows insignia to the town symbol, um, like of the, the, the earth town. I think that was interesting. Uh, so that might be evidence Bellows is one of the brothers. Um, Alex, what's your what's your reaction to all this uh, all this new stuff? And uh, generally, buying or selling Hunter as a Philip, or generally the brother. You know, we're assuming Philip is the brother here, but uh, Hunter being not for Bellows but for the brother. This is a lot to keep up with. I'm gonna give you guys a picture of the goose because it looks like it's had a rough life, man. It's got cracks in it and stuff. Okay, That's we'll bring the goose into the mix. Goose. Yeah, it's yeah I think this goose is legit. I think it's a thing. I think whoever okay. said that on Twitter was right. Look at that goose, okay? It's Where's been through a, a hard life. Yeah, it's been cracked in multiple spots. Yeah, uh, that's that old goose, you guys. The, the, the eyes oh, look dead like a... You know. <laughs> oh, it's just one of the random palismen. Okay. It's uh, not random. It's it does look old. Yeah, the cracks yeah. seem deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> I like the nose with the bell. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, okay, but generally, uh, okay, Alex, if you had a pick, Hunter is <laughs> Bellis's replacement or Hunter is the brother? Uh, I... I I still lean towards Hunter being the brother in some capacity. I don't know how it would work or like what the reasoning would be for bringing him back necessarily exactly, besides right? being a brother. Sentimental. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah the reason to bring it back right? is to be sentimental. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I guess I lean towards that one a little more. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's more appealing after episode 10. Like, you know, there's brothers now. He's bringing his brother back. I think that I think that may, that makes a lot of uh, emotional sense for an arc for the show to go in. Um, and he wants to go if he's going to go back to Earth. He wants, he wants to go to back with, with the person brother. he went in with. Yeah, I I could totally see them have the the original brothers making that promise to each other. They're like, one day we're going to go back. And now he's like, I can finally after. Four centuries, I can return the promise to you. After four centuries of recycling bodies. That's the thing, right? Like, that would be so sentimental. But, like, the the casual way that Bello said it would be such a shame to get a replacement implies that, like, oh, it's, like, annoying if Hunter died, but he could find someone else. But this looks like a process that takes real time. Like, presumably, like, 14 or 15 years to do for Hunter to age that much. So if if the day of unity is like fast approaching, you'd think he'd be a little more urgent about it if, you know, Hunter was that special. But I mean, that's why I'm like, if he's so sentimental about this, how can he say something like that so casually about replacing Hunter? So I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, he might be jaded or trying to play it cool, but um, he's uh, <laughs> just playing it cool. You know, it's like um, you can die. I don't care, but please don't die. <laughs> plays into the villain thing, like, but uh, you know, yeah, I, think... I mean, I mean, his his whole dynamic with Hunter th- throughout the show is like trying to keep him in check, like keep him in fear, so that he is uh, more easily manipulated to do what he needs. He needs to get him to do so. It fits. Yeah, I could see him not wanting to just not wanting to let Hunter know he is special. Um, but you know, maybe he can just make another Grimwalker. Like, it, maybe it is a pain, but maybe he can do it. Um, okay, that's true. Maybe. Let me let's bring in the new theory I had today because it's related to this. So <laughs> today, fresh, today, fresh new theory. New Again, theory. I'm sure someone thought of this, but um, the so I'm thinking like, what is De- what is Bellus's goal? I have I have right, a main yeah. theory. I presented a previous one. I'll I'll do that in in, in a second, but. New, my new theory of what Bellos's goal is is if we're bringing in the brother, let's say Bellos is not Philip. Let's say Philip is the brother. Um, what if the Day of Unity is to revive Philip? What if that is the big goal? Bring Philip back. It ties into Hunter being the Philip replacement. We know that he they're trying to do a big spell on the Day of Unity. He needs as mm-hmm. much magic as he can. Um, he's that's why he's uh, capturing wild witches, making them join covens before. Episode 7 also says Bellus is preparing a big spell. He needs every head witch. It, episode 6 says he need, he wants to unite the realms and create a utopia free of wild magic. So I need Maybe to try to tie... Lie. It yeah. could be a lie. I need Maybe to try to figure that lie. out. Maybe he doesn't... What if he doesn't give a crap about the human world? And he's just like, I need like a convincing reason to get all these people to cooperate to bring mm. my brother back. It could be a lie, but yeah, he needs magic. Like, I'll give him this BS. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna unite the realms. That sounds pretty cool. Don't you guys want to help with that? But maybe his actual real plan is just to to use that magic for his own purpose. Like, wouldn't that be wild? I think it's possible. It is very blasé how they drop Bellos's goal in episode six. In the beginning of episode <laughs> six, so it could be there's. I think there's definitely more than that, um, but it could just be not true. If this and this all could just be to bring Philip back. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. why he needs the magic for if he already has a Philip clone with Hunter. But like I said, he could be literally have Philip's brain on ice and be putting it <laughs> use magic to put it into. Uh, hunter's head that would take a big spell i assume um yeah, or maybe he needs a big spell to activate his memories inside hunter um but and i i want to tie this to uh ladybug a little bit of, uh, because uh, i i think like it is it's very appealing to have a villain whose motivation is uh very like personal and emotional and like yeah. uh, i'm bringing back my dead or comatose like uh, relative, like that is what the ladybug villain is trying to do. So okay, um, no more talk. <laughs> so it's it's look, we're trying to we're trying to make them the same show, but like it it just no. it very much grounds the villain and makes them sympathetic. You know, yeah. Bellos, I don't think is very sympathetic right now. Um, no, so, no, not at all. Right, well, so, not, not from anything we've seen him actually do. No. I feel much sympathy for him being like, yeah, it doesn't burn me when it rains in Earth. I want to feel that again. I, I feel a lot of pity for that. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's he's got a lot of cool things. He's got a cool uh, streak on his face. But you know, like if we want to if we want to flesh out Bellus's character, I think this is like uh, this would be a pretty cool way, like tying it to Philip, right? Like if his ultimate goal, like it is a pretty common villain motivation. Ultimately, I just want to bring back the person who I love, and I to me, it's like. This is just his, like, his brother who he loves. It's the only person he has from when he was, like, really human on Earth. And uh, 
I, 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 I think he's doing it all for Philip. That's the new theory. I mean, the, the thing I agree with about that is just like if, if his goal was only to go to Earth, I think he would have tried harder to snatch Ida, you know, or snatch Ida's portal. She was the only one we knew that had a direct portal. He mm. he was relatively aware of it, but he was like, like, he got frustrated with Lilith when she didn't catch her, but he wasn't like beside himself. And he certainly wasn't traipsing around the Boiling Isles trying to get at himself. So it, I don't think the end motivation can be about Earth. I agree. I think like he wants the magic for his own reason. And I don't think it's specifically like mainly even focused on getting to Earth because he could have found other ways to get to Earth by now. Um, and in terms of the just his motivations to get to Earth, if, if Bellos is Philip, or like even if his brother was Philip, Philip was. It's implied that Philip was the original make, maker of Ida's portal, and Philip lost it. That that happened earlier in the season. That is, I don't I think it's definitive, but that's implied. It's not definitive, but it, it is. Yeah, which is like. So okay. it's like Bellos. You you could think he could get just get that back from Ida, yeah. or like some figure out a way to make a new one um like apparently he needs the portal key so we can bring the portal key into this too if we want and he is Um, he is building another portal so it does seem like he definitely does want to go to earth but um, yeah another possibility i'm thinking up here have we have we considered the fact uh, the possibility that maybe philip bellows fell out at some point and like this whole brother thing is kind of just like filling out his history but there's not at like it's more just like, uh, like this is where Bellows decided he wanted to go full on magic and Philip disagreed and uh, I don't know like yeah. we, we might have some of that, that too and then like that would that would kind of throw off a lot of these theories that are surrounding like wanting to bring back Philip but like I also think that would be kind of interesting to give Be- Bellows some extra personality like he had to he had a fork in the road and he chose to um, throw his lot in to throw to more um, magic centric plans. Uh, I think they're, they're definitely setting that up, right? Because again, like even looking at like if one of them was magic focused and one of them has this journal full of just like kind of taking in the world and appreciating it as far as we know and nothing else. I mean, why wouldn't they argue about what to do with it now that they're in this whole new place? Yeah, and I, I think I think this is totally valid that because um, here's the thing: Bellos is here, and Philip is not here. So it's like, what's yeah. that about, right? Like, <laughs> what's uh, that about? D- it's definitely a possibility that Bellos turned on Philip um, or his brother. Like, if he's Bell- Philip, I mean, again, a lot of this doesn't really matter who's who's Philip, who's not Philip. But like, uh, definitely possible he like went down the dark path with magic, yeah, and then uh, either accidentally or on purpose uh, took out Philip. And now maybe he's regretful and he's like, oh, I got to bring him back accidentally. Uh, oh, that this. would be good. No, no, no. I think in plus, like, again, if we're talking four centuries, either Bells is a Grimwalker or he found a way to use dark magic to prolong his life. But like the other brother would have d- even died of old age by now. Like you can't live 400 years normally in a human That's lifespan. True. That's true. So he could have so... just naturally died after like they argued. And he, he's <laughs> like, well, you're going to make that choice. I'm going to bring you back anyway. That's true. We're let's, going to uh, Earth together. Mm. Let's uh, se- segue back to Bellos being a Grimwalker. Speaking of which, because he is very old, and uh, he presume he could, so like here's the evidence: Bellos is a Grimwalker. Um, and, you know, we've alluded to this. Uh, his we get the face reveal in episode nine. His face it looks wooden. 
It does, I think. Um, or it has a streak on it. It's some unnatural streak at the very least. Yeah. And then the second thing is he needs um, Palisman to... Um, he, he needs these... As mentioned, he needs he needs to absorb Palisman energy. So let's go back to the recipe. Um, the Grimwalker recipe contains uh, Palistrum wood as one of the ingredients. So mm-hmm. the thinking is that maybe Grimwalkers literally are made of this wood. Maybe that's just what they look like. Um, maybe there's skin on top of it, but as they grow old, they disintegrate into this wooden structure behind them. Um, and you know, maybe since there, he's, since being a Grimwalker needs Palestrum one, maybe he needs Palisman energy to keep it going. I think that's maybe Mm -hmm. the, the science, the kind of, um, thought behind that. Well, I also, in terms of the ingredients, the, the, the streak is kind of green. It makes me think of like seaweed. And one of those things is a Selkidomus scales, which is that one of those sea creatures from the first episode of this season. So like that also kind of like works, right? Like he's, he's like part sea creature. So of course he had like seaweed wrapped around his face. I like that. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of how to bring in the Selkidomus scale. I like that as like a, it's, it's a component of the, 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 the wood the palestrum wood um yeah i wanted to go through the ingredients we talked about the bone of ortet i just talked about the palestrum wood one of them is a galder stone which uh is from sounds epi- familiar yes it's from episode five uh with uh, the uh gus plot line so maybe that wasn't so useless after all so they're trying to get the uh <laughs> the, the 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 it's one of the relics in the the graveyard like it boosts magic that's what they do they're like an ancient relic that they boost magic um so i guess you need a lot of magic power to make grim walkers it says uh heart and power right um under oh, yeah galderstone i don't know what that's about i don't know if those are types of galderstones or what um but we do know what galderstone is we know what palestrum wood is we know what Sokidama scales mm-hmm. are two things we don't know yet is bone of ortet um and then also stone sleeper, stone sleeper lungs, lungs. Yeah. yeah we've no idea what that is I saw one YouTube comment uh, that I liked with uh, maybe Stone Sleeper. That's a creature we don't know yet. Uh, its lungs are apparently important. Um, maybe that's what King is. Maybe King's a Stone Sleeper because he's a vocal power and that like involves the oh, lungs. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. So like, like there that. is like a drawing, but it's really hard to tell what it is. Yeah. To, to, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's for the stone sleeper. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's what the lungs look like. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an intriguing, a lot of thought went into this one, like two second image, a combination of things we know, things we don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so in general, Bellos is, is Bellos a, a Grimwalker? Um, Alex, you said initially that was more appealing to you even than Hunter being Grimwalker. Are you still buying, uh, Bellos as a Grimwalker? I, I buy that a lot more. Like he just seems very like cobbled together <laughs> up mm. to the point where like he's like leaking all over the place and he needs to like have this giant mask to like because people would if 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 agile magic people saw his face, maybe they would un- know a little better what he is versus Hunter, who's like this kind ki- this kid, right? like he doesn't know any better. But um, it, but other people might might pick up on that if they saw him. So uh, yeah, I, I get the sense that he, it, it, uh, as we mentioned, for the theory is that he is one of these brothers that came in hundreds of years ago. It has to be in some unnatural form that he he survived this long. And you know th- this this feels like something. This this setup feels more more natural to me to justify that. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Michelle? Now I'm like thinking about other stuff. So one thing that occurred to me, the 
The Selkie episode in season two, I mean, so that was something Hunter was supposed to get for Bellows in that episode, which yes. implies if so, if he was getting Hunter, who already exists, to get an ingredient for a Grimwalker, that implies that Bellows is going to make another Grimwalker in the future. So. If that's true, is the Grimwalker he makes later going to be, like, for him or for his brother in that case? Like, does he maybe not even intend to be the version of himself that goes through the portal then? Does he want both his brother in fresh form and a new young him in a fresh form to be the ones to do it? Like, why is he already collecting ingredients for another Grimwalker in that case? If Hunter's just right there already ready to go, you know? Like, what's that about? Yeah, that's Yeah. that's a good point. I, I definitely think it would, it would make sense for him to be w- wanting to refresh his his body in some way. Like the, this method of like sucking up magic from talismans is only going to get you so far, right? So yeah. like if you just want to like create a whole new body from scratch, that 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 seems like a like a way to um you know like a reason to to get all these ingredients up. And it makes sense with what we've seen of Bellows like slowly breaking down over the course of the season. Yeah, he's definitely getting worse than he was in the first season. Yeah, I hadn't uh, considered that episode one. Forgot about episode one. I shouldn't have that. Uh, that he's he's on a he's on a fetch quest on yeah. for Bellows. Yeah, so he wants that's it's it's that's pretty big evidence. He's trying to bring one of the the things. I mean, is Hunter trying to kill the Sulkidamus in that yeah, episode? Yeah, he intends to kill it to get the scales. I, he said the scales specifically. Is yeah. that okay? Um, but it, yeah, I mean, Hunter's on the. Succeed. Uh, yeah, yeah, on for yeah, it's a sad hunter. Um, but uh, the he so yeah, he's he, Bellos needs one of the ingredients. This is a big, this is a big uh, uh, sign, a piece of evidence actually. Um, so that's true. Hunter is there already, so maybe it's like Palisman that Bellos does just need to refresh himself with the various ingredients. Um, maybe he's storing them in case he needs a replacement, like he says for Hunter. Uh, needs all the ingredients there in case he wants to make a new, uh, new Grimwalker if Hunter fails. Um. And uh, might make it makes sense. He said it'd be a big pain. I mean, he's he's having to send him on all these quests to get all this stuff. I assume some of them he has to do himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so yeah, I think that that's really interesting. Okay, so yeah, this that the Selkidama scales. I mean, I think uh, all the evidence is here. You know, not to be uh, the guy from episode ten, but I, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm fully convinced about this now. Uh, yeah, I definitely think Hunter's a Grim- uh, Bellos is a Grimwalker. For like, yeah, Hunter's a Grimwalker is the original, and he looks like the diagram. Bellos is being something, right? It just makes it's the, it's, it's definitely um... not completely human. I think yeah. we can all agree yeah. with that. The yeah. thing that's throwing me off now is like the more stare that dang Grimwalker recipe. It's like so so if 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 the same process had gone about to make Bellos, why does he still have blue eyes and not burgundy eyes like Hunter? If that's like a, a trademark of being a Grimwalker, why does only a hunter have those eyes? In which case, like if that were true, Bellows would have to be something else. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It could have um, could have fades over time back to the original eye color or something. I'm not sure. Uh, the, yeah, it's 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 a good point. I mean, I think like if we ignored Grimwalkers, Bellows could just have like done mag- magically yeah. enhanced to keep himself alive for so long. But that not that kind of what this is? It's like just a way, it's a magic way of, of keeping yourself alive. So I think this is in line with what inevitably was happening with Bellos all along. Um, assuming he's not like a great-grandchild of the original brothers, like he has to have magically made himself uh, live, live this long. So it might as well be a Grimwalker. 
<laughs> in terms of like not being human, yeah, might as well just yeah. be Grim Walker. <laughs> I'm I'm like uh, basically 100 percent on both of them being Grim Walkers. But I would uh, love that if that were true. And it's like uh, Bellows could be a Grim Walker, and Hunter could be a Grim Walker for Philip, not for Bellows. Like all could exactly, be true. Yeah. Like everyone's the, Grim Walkers. The two brother thing just really makes it so hard to know anymore exactly who's who's Grim Walker anymore. It's <laughs> like you could flip flop them all day now. Hard to know who's who's Grimwalker, yeah. Um, if we were doing a title, I think. Uh, I don't know if we're doing a title or not. But <laughs> who's who's Grimwalker? Okay. Um, I want to go back to... Uh, we're bouncing around a little bit, so I don't know if the description will have the right uh, timestamps. But uh, we're going to... I, I want to present the alternate theory I had for Bellis' ultimate goal with Day of Unity. Okay. Um, because I just thought of the... the I mean, it's, it's simple, but I did think of the re- revive thing like today but we know that from episode six uh that bellos wants to unite the realms um he says create a utopia free of wild magic but he wants to unite the realms it's pretty big information yeah uh he doesn't just want to go to earth he wants to combine it with uh the boiling owls if we trust uh his word right um, if we which believe we, you know, we, sh- we shouldn't but uh he's you know th- there's so but it, i was struck watching rewatching episode six for the last podcast the um that information combined with Luz has a plot arc of like um, she doesn't know what to, she doesn't want her know uh, what to do with her um, palisman yet because she doesn't kind of understand how she's going to be a witch and go back to Earth because mm-hmm. on Earth you can't do magic. So that's the key here is on Earth you can't do magic. This has been demonstrated several times in the series, including the season one finale. Like glyphs don't work on Earth. Um, spells don't work at work on Earth. Um, ma- the, ti- the decomposing Titan is the source of magic in the Boiling Isles. So um, you can go to Earth if you're Bellows, but you lose your magic. So mm-hmm. what if you combine the realms and if your <laughs> ultimate goal is to do magic on Earth? He wants to be a magic user on Earth. You have to combine them in order to do that. He literally wants to have his cake and eat yes. it too. <laughs> yes, that's the idea. Um, because like, right, it has to be just more than like this little bit that's presented in, in the beginning of episode six, uniting the realms. Um, but it's like, why, why unite the realms? Just go to one or the other. You can make a portal. Um, I, and, and I, it just strikes me how big of a theme it's been that you can't do magic on earth and it's important to lose. And it would be like thematically satisfying if that also tied into Bellos, like that Bellos wants to go back to his original land but uh, he also wants to do magic i don't know what he wants to do with magic on earth i don't know if he wants to take over he just likes magic i assume there's a specific reason this could also tie into reviving philip um yeah i mean if we're following that theory which like actually i think it's a really perfect explanation for why because otherwise yeah it's like what's what's so great about earth that you'd want to go back well if it's personal because you were a human and you lived there most of your life that's a good reason to go back and what's the one thing earth's missing magic yeah but i mean if, if that were true then yeah it would be more of like a a nice sentimental bonus for him to bring his a, a version of himself and his brother back to earth um to i don't maybe not rule it together but just like experience the benefits of both worlds and maybe that's something they even talked about when they were both alive when they first visited like oh this place is so great like too bad earth's not like this mm. but what if it was and so he's just carrying out the plan the old yeah plan. yeah you could see a flashback of like them being younger being like oh our goal is you know what we let's do it together our goal is yeah, to be able to in a nice helpful way yeah not like easy. and then it all went wrong it all yeah. went wrong 
And then Bellos got too into magic, and then he accidentally hurt his brother, and then he's been down, going down this route of reviving himself and trying to bring Philip back. And now it's all going to come together with the Day of Unity. I wonder if, like, Bellos thinks he's a good guy. Like, I feel like looking at him, he knows he's not a good guy, and he knows he's sketch, but maybe he actually thinks he's still, like, on this tried and true path from the get-go. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the 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 story is right that like this happened fifty years ago where he took up the throne and was like, Wild mm-hmm. magic is bad, get behind me. Yeah. So like it's like, if you're doing that for like decades, at some point you buy into your own thing, right? <laughs> like, life, yeah. Yeah, the, the, this that. is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. Like yeah. to be fair, Bellos does actually look like fifty years old. That looks like that could have been his normal timeline. Right. It could just be this this Grimwalker of Bellows. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just the one who, I don't know, maybe it has separate motivations. But I, just the idea of, like, Bellows being in the Boiling Isles for all this time lurking and then eventually deciding to take over and enact this, like, big plan. It's, it is pretty interesting. No, I like, right, because, like, it, it, I think it makes sense as a timeline because, like, when the brothers first came there, like, it would have taken them reasonably so long to study the world and understand mm. how it works. And he, at some point, had to realize, well, if my end goal is to merge the worlds, I don't, I will never be able to possess that on a power on my own, especially without, like, the magic sack. I don't have that. So what can I do? Well, I can use, like influence and resources to create a new structure system that directly feeds into my plan and harness everyone else's magic for my ultimate goal. Like instead of trying to do it all himself, he's just like funneling everyone else into the perfect scheme for him. And I think it probably took him a lot of a a very long time to figure that out before he even started the new system 50 years ago. Like that was all pre-planning probably on his part. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think I totally think so. You know, they had to like, and also like Philip's diaries, they had to go all these places, study all these things, Um, you know, gets to a point where he can, he can take over. And if he's been alive for so long, I mean, they would have had to have discovered Grimwalkers earlier, I guess, like pretty early on. Um, unless, unless humans have an enhanced lifespan or something. But I don't know, I think all this, all this, like, to me, kind of ties together. I think there's an element of bringing Philip back or the brother. An element of bringing the brother back, an element of Grimwalkers, you know, an element of like... uh, Merging the worlds. Merging the worlds, as he said. An element of like an emotional backstory with Bellos and Philip, you know, like like we laid out a pretty like uh, detailed thing just now uh, (laughs) that kind of ties them all together. But it could be that, it could be different, Um, but I feel like all these things are going to tie into it uh, in the end. Um, one thing I want to circle back to, because, uh, of course, this is all focusing on Bellows, but reminder, the show, Luce is the main character, right? So uh, you, you brought up the fact that episode six sort of ties into Luce having, like, beginning to consider whether or not she, uh, well, like, she's been living in this world for so long now that she's beginning to doubt, like, you know, what, what, what is my future? And then episode 10 enhances that even further. Right. We're like, it's a reminder. Yeah. You have people who, who love you over on the other side and you've decided to be in this world for so long. So what are you going to do? And I think that that is definitely setting up some kind of, you know, future decision that she has to make. So I, I wonder if, if we go down the route where worlds are merged entirely 
and like of course uh, in terms of us being satisfied with loose just we just want loose to be happy right it's like oh that that's like perfect for you right but like from an mm-hmm. from a story from a story emotional standpoint does it make sense to remove that decision from her when we're setting up right now like you kind of have to figure out what you're going to do with your life it is does it make sense to just be like no the world we're just going to combine them it's fine like does that does that work you know like Luz could could stop bellows bellows could not succeed um but i i like i like your line of thinking here that we need to like because uh, if, if there's this whole thing of the backstory presented of um you know bellows and philip they decide to uh enact this grand plan to merge the realms they want uh they want magic they want earth they want to do it all and then they get corrupted along the way Luz learns of this backstory and then she has to make a decision. Ultimately, maybe she defeats Bellos. The worlds aren't merged. She makes has to make a decision. Do I want to live on Earth? Do I want to live there? She says, you know, I, I can't follow in his footsteps. I can't try to have it all, too. I need to just go back to Earth. Like, and... Uh, yeah, and, that would yeah. be so good. I agree, because I agree with Alex. Like, it would be like taking the decision out of her hands to just merge the worlds, right? Then she doesn't have to make that hard decision. But it'd be so much more satisfying if she did make that decision and came up with a way to, like, you know, live with whatever decision she makes. Plus, like, I have to just say, the idea of the world merging gives me as much anxiety in this potential show happening as it did with Star and the Forces <laughs> of Evil. Because, like, if you take a magical place with, like, monsters and creatures, and you merge it with a literal human world, like, the government's going to get involved, and it's going to be so terrible. Oh, no. And it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. You do not want Earth people to have access to magic. It'll end terribly. So I'm a firm no on that being ever canon and actually happening. I love the thought that Bellos wants to have his cake and eat it too. I want to see him try real hard. Yeah, you could try and not succeed. I don't yeah. want it to succeed. Yeah, for sure. I, I could see. You, I could you see would a have temp- a bunch of those historical society nerds just running around me. <laughs> oh, it's real. It's real. Clearly, that guy in the last. Episode. Like, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, be like we told you, and now we're gonna harness magic to, like, I don't know, be really famous on Reddit or something. It'd be a nightmare. <laughs> Honestly, though, that's what they do. Um, gotta get the karma. Uh, he, he, uh, he, I could see it temporarily merging and then going back. I could see that happening. Um, like we get to we get a taste of it, but then it ultimately doesn't go there. But uh, this is also like kind of a reverse uh, ending of Star in that you know he wants to merge the realm and keep the magic not get rid of the magic um so i think that's kind of interesting uh but both would have pretty terrible consequences either way not good uh probably whether you know if there's a magic world and a not magic world let's keep it that way you know we don't need a you know we don't need a maybe maybe you have a big portal that people can yeah, immigrate people choose where to go yeah. but give them the choice don't not give them a choice by just doing it because you want to do it yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's what Bellos would want, so we'd want to, to stop him from that. I mean, I think we've. Seen, I, I guess like a V in episode ten is an example of a magical creature who we've met who would have uh, ramifications from Bellos's plans. Yeah. yeah. So we are kind of emotionally invested, at least one of them. Um, any any other ideas? Uh, or uh, I mean, kind of like to conclude this giant merge discussion of Grimwalkers, Bellos and Philip, Bellos's goals with the Day of Unity. Any other ideas for Day of Unity? Any other ideas with Bellos and Philip that we want to go over before we uh, hit on a few other things? I just feel like there are multiple meetings of the Day of Unity. I feel like it's at least two things, maybe three things. 
And I'm not entirely sure what all three of them might be, but like, I'm excited. I feel like there's going to be some surprises. There's going to be some things we haven't quite been able to figure out that will be revealed whenever that happens, which could be the end of this season. It we might have to wait till season three, but I feel like it's really ramping up soon, especially because of the amount of plot they've given us the last two episodes. So I wouldn't be surprised at this point if we really did try for the day of unity, like end of season two. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the last thing I was going to say. It's like I'm assuming Day of Unity is the season two finale. Um, that like makes sense from a structural perspective yeah. of the season, the big thing they're building towards. But then if it's like if I feel like all the stuff we're talking about would happen on the Day of Unity, it's like then what are the big three big specials? You know, yeah. after that, maybe maybe the Day of Unity is the start of all the stuff we're talking about yeah, and it carries over into the specials. People have to break up into groups to accomplish different plans to disrupt the merger. Like maybe like. Luce and Amity go in one direction, maybe like Lilith goes in a different direction, maybe like like King and Ida go in a direction, like the, the Coven leaders, maybe they'll have to, like, you know, once they see what happened with what they were doing, you're like, oh, we were manipulated by Bellows, never saw that coming. They have to make the decision of, like, how to repair that damage now. Like, I could definitely see just, like, branching off with different storylines to a point. And then, like, culminating ultimately with Lou somehow being able to ha- fix this with the help of everyone else. Yeah, I think I think I, I, this this makes me more excited for like the finale into the specials. Like, all the, I feel like a lot of really really cool plot possibilities here. Like, as much as we like uh, a lot, of, you still seeing fans like, let's have a full season three. People pushing for that, like, and I agree. But it is very intriguing that the three specials kind of all plot possibility of. Uh, the, uh, of season three like Plus, i feel like, like it could be really good that formatting right like yeah. e- even if they did get less episodes the fact that they're structuring it it seems like intentionally as three specials seems to imply that like they intend for a lot of action and plot presumably to happen in like these bursts so yeah. i think that's very exciting yeah okay let's let's uh move on to some other um yes alex <laughs> before we fu- fully move off uh, while we're while I have this picture of the Grim Walkers here, um, that that blueprint next to the book is that meant mm. to be the key. That's a key. Uh, That's a key. Okay, is that is that meaningful in any way, or um, did did, uh, did they build it? I, I forget of, uh, of what the status of the key was by the end of <laughs> episode t- uh, nine or ten. I mean, it implies that Velos has access to blueprints. We don't know if he or his brother or somebody before them made the key. But it seems like we assume the brothers had something to do with the portal being mm. made, right? Yeah. Because, like, the Titan probably didn't make it. Titan died, and then everyone who came after the Titan kind of made sense of magic and wrote things down and experimented. But, I mean, he has a blueprint. We know that. Either he got it from somewhere or he made it, I guess is the assumption. And the same with the the Grimwalker recipe, right? Like, either he made it or he got it from somebody else. We're not entirely sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I just from at the at the end of Eclipse Lake, right? Um, uh, Hunter bring, brings the key. I'll be busted, but like he bring, he brings it to to Bellows. Try and like make uh, make his own makeshift one in the meantime. If they never got that, or what 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 the purpose of leaving that around was. I guess, yeah. I mean, he he clearly knew about the portal even in season one, right? Which is why I keep thinking, like, well, if he really wanted it that bad, why didn't he just go get it? I mean, 
he, yeah. he he sent other people to to do that for him, but like they kind of like again, Lil took her sweet time. So it's just it's strange to me that that wasn't higher priority if the end goal was just to get there. Or um, even like, why make a portal if you're gonna unite magic? I mean, I don't think you can stick the whole world through a portal. So, I mean, what is the purpose of the makeshift portal? How powerful can it be? Enough to transfer a whole world to another world? I think that's a little suspicious. Yeah, I would assume it's part of the uniting, I guess. But yeah, it is. I agree. It's unclear. Maybe step one, portal. Step two, big coven head, all the coven head spell. Mm. Plus the wild, expand the portal. Into yeah. The okay. So the, the coven leaders are expanding the initial range of the portal to encompass the whole boiling aisles. I think mm. that that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that this is like this the surface level explanation of what's going on, like what we just outlined. Yeah, I think there's going to be some wrinkles here in terms of that key blueprint. Is a good is a good call. Presumably, Bell is trying to make his own portal key because he lost the other one, um, and uh, you know because his hunter stole it back at the end. Um, but it, I was you know I was watching Rebecca Rose videos in preparation for this. Uh, she like details that neither portal key will work because it doesn't have enough Titan's blood in it. Yeah because um, like Amity cracked the the key so it's possible they have the key Luz has a mitten with uh, some t- p- Titan's blood on it's possible neither is enough so um, maybe Bellus's plans are temporarily thwarted but I assume he'll be able to figure out how to get more Titan's blood I would think that that could happen in second half of the dig season dig those bones just <laughs> dig real deep dig real deep yeah okay I'm trying to yeah, are there other places that have it? Anyway, okay, here's some... Uh, oh, I, okay, so la- last thing on uh, this whole thing is like the... Uh, I g- we can put this in terms of the, the quick hits miscellaneous. Um, if we want to dig into any of these in more detail, or they could be quick. So let's start with like the idea of the rebellion. Um, I want to bring this up because uh, Michelle was on the... Between seasons one and two podcasts we did on uh, theories. Start- and we talked a lot about the idea of a rebellion, right? Yeah. And, like, we don't have a rebellion right now. I uh, know. This season has gone in a very different direction. I know. I well, think, yeah. we, we had rain and, like, there was our rebellion. Yeah. romantic backstory and then rain <laughs> on That's not the same. I know. So let's talk, about, let's talk about the bats and rain's rebellion because uh, they're all – every single one of them is captured at the end of that yeah. episode. So this is not an active rebellion. Um, so it still brings up the question of, like, what? how are we – counteracting bellas we brought michelle brought up the idea of like we're having in like different teams to try like who who's doing this like so presumably like Luz and Eda are leading this kind of anti-bellas movement at right at the end of the season like yeah uh, i i feel like a a rebellion is still happening i think we're just we're changing the order i had initially assumed that the rebellion would be leading up to the day of unity now i think it's gonna be um in reaction to the day of unity so after the coven leaders realize what is happening and they're like, oh, this is actually not a great idea. Can we not do this? Then the rebellion might form in very earnest, you know, time, like within the span of like <laughs> a couple of those episodes um, banding together, making a plan. Um, but it seems like there may not be enough time for actively there to be a rebellion at this point, before the Day of Unity happens. I think it's going to have to be after, and it's going to be, like, a lot more frantic. Yeah. Se- seems like it's not a big rebellion uh, heading into... Yeah, maybe in the specials, we have montages of forming, uh, bringing, bringing other people in. Um, but, uh, in le- you know, and the, the, the most it can possibly be, right, is uh, Ida and uh, Lou's free reign 
and Rain joins them, and they make the the new bats and like uh, bats. Yeah, and like they the, they go after Bellos, um, but not not any sort of like super grand rebellion. It seems like I am still hoping they find at least one other person who's considered to be like a wild witch, just because mm. like I'd love for Ida to be able to have like conversations with them. <laughs> but it, I I was like hoping they'd go from like town to town to like pick up this ragtag group crew of like outcasts. But I, yeah, I just don't think there's enough time for it at this point. So if they just find like one person, that'd be nice, just so that Ida's not the only one. Because like Bellos has been referring to wild witches for a while, but Ida's like the only one we actually see. And I guess some of them are stone. Maybe they're gonna find a way to like reverse the stoneage of those wild witches, and then they can be part of it. But that hasn't happened yet. So yeah. Well, well, when when Rain and the bats were uh, protesting in the in the square, weren't the guards like chasing down some witch? Or, or uh, am I misremembering that? I I don't. I'd have to rewatch, but yeah, yeah that's th- very plausible. Yeah, in episode seven, it's it's Rain generally says that uh, Bellos is trying to trap all the wild witches, uh, bring them all in before the day of unity. So there, Just it's, like it's generally generally it's talked about that there are other wild witches that Bellos is is trying to take care of quickly. And, like, in season two, like, either in the finale or the episode before, or season one, sorry, um, we did see, like, you know, they they had, like, their names or whatever, and they had, like, actual statues of people that he had turned to stone for being wild witches. Mm -hmm. So we know there were people before Ida, but she's the only one we've ever actually seen, like, present tense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I agree, though. I would like to meet another one. I want to see another one. Yeah. Yeah. I was really big on the Wild Witches thing between seasons. That hasn't kind of, that hasn't really panned out. I know. You have to think it'll be a big at least a slightly bigger element um in the second half. So yeah, that's that's top of the things I'd like to see um from from all this stuff. Okay, some other some other things. Uh people love talking about the the acronym is acronym the right the right word? Um Yeah, the, I think it is. They're, they're yeah. like decoding it, right? Yeah, it's well. There's this also like a decoding thing in every. Oh, I have that's no idea a separate about that. thing. Okay, I have no idea about every episode puzzle. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just taking all the first letters from the episode titles and putting them together, oh, and they make real? a sentence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. Okay. So the first season was a witch loses a true way. Oh, that's um, true. Okay, yeah. interesting. So this season so far is uh, seek the key. That's what the ten titles uh, spell out so far. Well, the um, Bellows and Hunter already found the key, so mission accomplished, right? We got the key. That happened in the mid-season finale. Yeah, they they, they, they saw it and they found hard. it. Maybe <laughs> it's not a physical key. Maybe it's metaphorical key. Ooh, yeah. So let's talk about this. So we think the next three episode titles, we think, not confirmed, spell F-E-A. That, and I, I believe that that is true. Oh. Not confirmed yet, though. Okay, so fear something. So fear is my... So I think it's seek the key, comma, fear... The huh. maybe fear the so, and then you have uh door you know, four letters after fear that, yeah, the it's door. I would love if it's fear the door. Fear the four letters. If if it is fear the, which is you know we don't know, but um, uh, it sh- you know should be no. A witch loses a true lady. Did that mean anything? Like <laughs> vaguely. Um... Here's the thing. Maybe it meant something, but not about the character we think. Because I think right. a lot of people assumed it was Ida. Or Lilith's specific first season, but maybe it was about like OG Philip. You know, maybe he lost his way. Yeah, but he. Was I, I like. I think I saw that in the Rebecca Rose sense. video. I like that idea that it's like we thought that it's meant. Real. We thought yeah. that meant Ida and uh, Lilith, 
but a witch loses a true lay under our theory of Bellos got like corrupted in his uh, plan in his innocent plan with Philip. I think that fits Bellos. Yeah. The thing like is, like, that. Bill's was human. That's the only wrinkle there, which is why this is so frustrating. There's so many, like, <laughs> little wrinkles, so nothing lines up perfectly for a theory. But I still think, like, it could, yeah, it could just be a misdirect. It's a character we just haven't considered. Seek the key, fear the interesting. Interesting. Uh, but, yeah, we have sought the key, though. I like that point. And it, it's kind of cool that that lines up with the, the key episodes at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see what happens with the, the acronym. Um, we talked. We talked about the portal stuff. I think. So do we? Oh, okay. How about this question? When will Luz be able to see Camilla um, in 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 the flesh? Um, <laughs> I, I, I give it the the penultimate episode of season two. Okay, that'd oh. be good. Whoa, that'd be soon. Well, I guess if the portal happens, if the merger happens, yeah, then the, then she'd have an opportunity. Yeah, I was thinking not until at least. I would think season three, but I mean. Yeah, and then they let Camilla be part of the of the rebellion. That would be nice. Yeah, she brings her her flip flop. Yeah, (laughs) ready to go. That would be yeah. If if there, she's in the Eda's team, and she uh, brings the yeah. That would be that would be that would be fun. That would be fun if she was part of the mix. Um, but yeah, we, I think basically just not like, you know, based on the amount of uh, the ingredients they have right now, can't happen yet. So something's got to change in order for yeah. Luz to be able to complete the portal. Um, King's dad. Uh, so this is a big hanging plot thread after, you know, episode three and the follow up episodes. And, Came out uh, of nowhere. Well, not like nowhere, but like, wow, is this a surprise? I, I like the idea that he's just following Ida like already on Instagram. <laughs> like, oh, that that cool witch lives in town. Yeah, sure, I'll follow her profile. Oh, whoa, what's this? My kid? <laughs> My yeah, so, yeah. How did how is everyone watching Ida's live stream? That's true. Uh, King, King's King's dad. Or, so someone drops off a letter that he yeah. eats in episode eight. Unconfirmed um, father could so just two, yeah. Be two the two same two species. thoughts are yeah yeah. Either the dad I thought I was like oh this is King's dad, but people are like no it's not King's dad. It's someone of, of the same species who's a messenger. Um, and I'm like okay, I guess that's possible. So the, these are these are both these are both possibilities here. Um, Rebecca Rose did a video of speculating that King might be a Titan, but it might be the species of some sort of Titan descendant. I'm gonna look. Uh, I'm gonna look up what the Titan bones look like. Oh, he's a baby Titan. Yeah, well, he's like let, a, like a let, baby let's, Titan. Let's see. Get, get that baby Titan's blood from him. Okay, well the, the the Titan does have horns, so I guess that's so. Generally, like the 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 skull face is like the most appealing thing about this. I think aesthetically. Um, but the Titans like, are also huge, and even that adult-looking person was, like, not that big. He was not that Titan-sized. Yeah. 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 I I I could see King being Titan-adjacent in some form. Titan-adjacent. I like that. Yeah. Whether whether he's is maybe his species was, like, descendant from the Titans. Maybe they were the, the, the direct servers of the Titans, like... Uh, that was, you know, they're an ancient species that uh, used to directly in, inter, in, interact with them. Um, it, it should be noted that King's species at the end of episode eight, it's left specifically inconclusive what he is, what type of demon he is. He's like, so, he's like Gonzo. It's like you just don't have a category for him. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't fit in the current categories. I think that definitely means he's something that we don't know about that's important. So, yeah, yeah he's definitely plot important at this point. 
Yeah, and definitely his dad. But I think also who, like, episode eight makes clear who, what species he is is also important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think, like, King being some sort of titan, some, maybe he's he's the, uh, like we said earlier, the um, the stone sleeper, the, the lungs from the recipe, you know, some sort of important uh, designation he has. Uh, so it, uh, interested and you know how does this how do, uh, a lot of the stuff we're talking about it's like how does this tie into the thing we spent an hour talking about with with fellows <laughs> and and grimwalkers and portal you know so i think that's i don't know how's king's dad here's another one it's like how does this tie into anything the collector the character of the collector yeah what the heck is that thing and how do we know its name they didn't say its yeah. name in the episode was it, it in the, the title like in the credits or it something it was in the credits yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay yeah so this so this is the moon-faced robed figure from yes. ida's dream in episode eight yeah, they are credited as the collector in the credits. Um, we assume that that is that uh, weird person, is the person <laughs> with the with the ambiguous name. Um, people think this character will be coming back, even though it's only someone who Ida may have interacted with in the past. Presumably did, because even though Ida, these were like dreams, they were like flashbacks too. Um, but what are they collecting? Maybe they're just like a, a presence of the Boiling Isles, like some kind of mystic, magic-y force up to no good because Ida was not about them she did not like them yeah I do still want to tie the collector into the oracle coven I think we still have more to do with them um they look vaguely oracly I don't know <laughs> yeah the like, crescent moon is always like oh that's like future like seeing the futurey stuff yeah I'm wondering if the collector is this some sort of dream eater thing like maybe yeah, they, maybe it really does only appear in Ida's dreams um but yeah collecting yeah that's interesting is the moon the face? It's creepy. I don't know. Okay, so that that's... Uh, I, I think definitely we'll see an episode with the Collector. I, I assume this is not a major figure in the rest of the season, but I think it's like at least an episode. Uh, speaking of people who've only appeared in one episode is Ambity's parents, uh, which is a surprise, I think. Um, that uh, uh, Amity's... Episode two, Amity's parents, they haven't came back yet. We gotta be doing something with them, right? Like, <laughs> gotta be coming back pretty soon. We'll join the Rebellion. We we speculated on this, I think, in the last podcast that um, just because Amity's parents are um, the, the episode two, it brings up the possibility, considering their technology was commandeered by Bellos, they could not be so Bellos pro Bellos. Like, oh yeah, they could, no, they're yeah. just contractors. Yeah, they so, they independently just make machines and then they sell them to people, and they've mostly been selling them to Bellos because he probably has the deepest pockets. Let's be real. Yeah, and it seems like Bellos maybe against their wishes is taking over them. I don't know if he's paying them or paying them well for them. But uh, and they could still be bad. Like, presumably, Amity's mom is still bad for now. But just because she's bad doesn't mean she's pro-Bellos. So I think that could be an interesting independent force in this potential Bellos fight. Is like, how do Amity's parents and the other old money witches, witch families, you know, like like the Blights, how do they factor into this? Because um, as, as we talked about, Bellos only took over 50 years ago. Uh, the, the, presumably the Blights go back further than that, and there are other families that go back further than this, and Bellos just, like, uh, took over a lot of the power structure that they had. This is speculation, but something like this probably is true. Um, so where will the, the Blights fall into this ultimate Bellos, Bellos struggle? I think that's interesting. We have we did see Bellos with a auto, uh, uh, auto, whatever the bot is, right? Like, I think that is next oh, to him yeah. in one of these episodes. So the bots have been there even if Amity's parents haven't been. And Kiki Mora's been like using them. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. At some I think it's Kiki Mora. Yeah. Okay. 
And how Kiki Marley? I don't even have her on that line. How is she factoring? <laughs> Did you okay. make that, Alex? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you. What is what does King have on him? It's Gonzo's nose. It's Gonzo's he's nose. the oh, Gonzo yeah. of this universe. Nobody kind of knows what Michelle just painted a picture and I needed to get it out of my head. I was the nose on really distracted. It's really weird without context, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I see that. Looks like something Gonzo's else, but that's okay. in general looks weird, you know? <laughs> Very phallic nose, yep. Um, <laughs> that, that, thanks for saying the quiet yeah, part out loud, Dylan. Thanks for just saying it. I thought of a, a pro- podcast appropriate way to say it, and I think that's a funny word. Okay. Um, <laughs> The uh, we talk about this. Uh, here's a hot theory. Uh, we're okay. probably not gonna. I don't know if I have the energy to dig into this a lot, but this we could talk about this more than the other things. The whispers in the in between. Yeah, what's up with that? So okay. let's introduce the. Con- I haven't named the in between before, but this is good sleuth. There's a lot of good sleuthing, I think, by people with the whispers. So I, kudos to Rebecca Rose and other people for um, diving into this. So in in the soundtrack. The title of the several of the the songs, as Brad Breek puts out music, is the in between is is presumably referring to the realm that loses in in episode ten. So with all the cubes, so that's what the in between is. Um, and lose hears slightly audible <laughs> whispers throughout the episode that mostly say things like her name. Um, yeah. Doesn't really say anything clearer than that. Mm-hmm. But I think the intriguing thing is like who is who is this whisper voice? Um, I think that's what people care about. Uh, and, uh, thoughts, uh, were the Titan again. I think whenever there's something that's ambiguous, people are like, oh, it's the Titan. So that's possible. It's like the Titan trying to communicate with Luz could be, uh, a creature that lives in the in-between that we haven't met. I think that's the other speculated possibility in that video. Uh, Michelle, what do you, what do you, are you very intrigued by these whispers? I mean, I don't think anything like I don't I don't think it's super tied to the biggest plot points of the show, but it is like a layer that's there. Like, like the collector where it's just like, what the heck is this? Like we don't have any information to make a realistic guess about how this is important. But it's in the show, and so that inherently means like we want to think about it. I I assume that the voice was just like the actual presence of what the in-between world is. Like it has like a sort of consciousness because I feel like it, it was like kind of helping her. Like when she specifically asked for a person or a location, she could then have access to the cube, right? That would yeah. direct her to that place. So I feel like it's, it's like a neutral presence that's like aware of who she is. Maybe because she like had to shout her name and there's just like, oh, okay, this is Luz Noceda. So I'll just call her Noceda. Mm. But also it's like a, it's a force, you know, it doesn't have like a body. It's just like a, an alive realm, which that's kind of cool. Maybe that'll play into something later when the worlds emerged. But th- besides that, there's not really a lot to go on, but I do think it's intriguing. Yeah. My, my only inference from it was that it feels like someone who would already be aware of Lucy's existence. And that definitely uh, like limits it to his, um, you know, boy, 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 like I don't, I'm not sure if it could just be like a totally new character, or some or a character that's like actually permanently stuck there. Like it, it, it there, the, it did feel like there was some intent behind like saying her name, uh, saying the the name Noset, because um, the only part that I remember hearing the whisper audibly was, was when, when 
Yeah, well, it says last name specifically, and then Luz is like, "All oh, right, I, Camila Noceda." Like, uh, like that. Like, I guess that like serves like an impulse for uh, like trying to um, nudge her towards calling out for her mom, um, sort of thing. That, that that I felt like that's a possible interpretation of that. But um, yeah, the, the, not 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 much to go on. But I, I do think that it, it would be something that was already aware of Luz before she entered there. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that makes me think of like the speculation that we're having about who creepy lose, who sent creepy lose, stuff like that, oh, creepy which is resolved stuff. now. So we uh, had no way of being able to put those pieces yeah, I mean, together because there thing, were very yeah. few pieces <laughs> yeah. to put together at all. Yeah, I random thought I just had is, um, what if uh, the whisper voice is Philip, who is stuck in the in between? Oh, I would love mm. that. Or like mm. Philip's brother i mean again we can we don't know which is which the one that was really into magic i could totally see him fooling around with that key and getting themselves into a situation where they're stuck somewhere they could never get out of this is this is such a fantasy thing it's no, like, it is. oh they're it's stuck just... in they're stuck in the the magic realm we have to go yeah we have to try to bring him back maybe that's what the day of uni is for bring him back from the in-between I think it's. I think that uh, would be a lot of significance on this place we saw in one episode. But you know, I don't know. It's, it's a cool. really cool styled place. I would yeah. like oh, to yeah. just revisit it for that reason alone, just because the aesthetics really good. It's very yeah. goopy, which also like makes me think of the goop that uh, is coming out of Bellos's mm. head um, throughout. Uh, I wonder if there's any any connection there. But uh, but just yeah, the, the very, felt it felt very sticky whenever they were in there. <laughs> interesting could be like a source of a type of magic that bellas uses for to stay alive uh-huh. it's interesting um yeah any uh michelle any other whisper thoughts or i know you want to talk about palismans briefly oh no i already talked about the palismans stuff it was just saying that the i'm, I'm done with whisper stuff i don't think we have enough to really yeah. form a lot with that um palisman thing was just like again reiterating i think that other palisman the whatever the other brother is, it was theirs. Is on the stick. It was their palisman. It was the goose with with the bell, and that's why it's all cracked looking <laughs> now because it's old. It's, it's oh, four hundred it years okay. old. It was the yeah. goose. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Cardinals also got like uh, it's kind of banged up. So yeah. I think the timeline checks out. Yeah, I do. I agree. It makes you seem makes it seem like it's it's old, their old palisman. Yeah. Um. I think I'm mostly good other than that. Um, the uh, I mean, I could bring up like I, I, we you know we've gone this whole time not talking about Lumity. Um, are there are there Lumity <laughs> theories? Do, are there like plot Lumity stuff that people have? Um, is, is Lumity strong enough to bring the parents over to the rebellion? Like, <laughs> like if they like okay. make out in front of them, be like, see, <laughs> you have to. Hopefully not to that. Come to our We're, side. Look, I love Luz so much. You gotta help me help her do her thing, which is take down the Emperor. And they're like, eh, fine, whatever. <laughs> they didn't. They weren't very. Amity's parents weren't very pro Luz in that one episode, but they did work with her you at least. Did say anything? I don't think he has any opinion at all. I think we only got the pushback from the mom. I think the dad might be pretty easy to win over and honestly maybe the dad's the one who's gonna have to like talk to his wife and be like hey honey i know you normally like take the reins on both our job stuff and parenting but 
think I gotta put my foot down. I feel like our daughter's slipping away from us. And we should just, you know, maybe this isn't the way. And maybe he's the one that can get through to her because he's usually so chill. So she knows, like, when he's serious, it's like, oh, okay, maybe, all right. I will consider this, this alternative viewpoint because it's you. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, and then he could be involved and do something besides, like, just making these globby things. I forgot the name for the... Uh, Yeah, I know. Uh, Abominations? Abominations? Yeah, so yeah, there you go. No, uh, Tamagotchis are the thing that they were communicating on in that one episode. That's true. That's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Uh, in terms, yeah, Lumity in general, just if they were together, like uh, during one of these ultimate groups fighting Bellows, I mean, that would be ideal. Um, just the thought of Luz and Amity being together during a major plot thing has not happened yet, so I was very interested uh, by that. I know that that's not that. like the main goal of the show either to be super focused on their relationship. I mean, like I feel like they found a good balance, but I mean, I I'm not holding out hope that like Lumity is going to be the solution to this. <laughs> this isn't going to be uh, their love solves it's, it's everything. Not yeah. Their kiss is not going to save the world. I don't think. Darn. We just we just <laughs> It's different show, different priorities. You know, I mean, look, I will say, I will say, the romance, the romance wasn't the focus of Shira either. Um, it was yeah. probably more so than this show for sure. But um, and and it ends like that. Also, like Avatar, you know, ends with the kiss, and romance wasn't the focus of Avatar. So I do think you know you can kind we of end on a big moment. Till after this, right, that was just an ending. Yeah, yeah. Ending. yeah. Will will we end the show on losing Amity kissing? Be, I would love that. Well, well, already dating. So, like, if they don't smooch till the end, I'm fine, because they're already each other's girlfriend, and it's canon, so. We were talking earlier about what the specials are going to be, and maybe it is, like, season two is when the merge happens, season three is them dealing with it, so it's all story. And, like, that makes sense and all, but at the same time, like, that that robs us of especially where it's just, like, Lumity Earth date situation. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they can go on like one day in the second half of season two and get that out of the way before the the unity day happens. I feel like that's the only time they'd be able to do that, unless it's in like an epilogue or something. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll just get the montage at the end of the third special. Yeah, I, I think it is kind of hard to see dirt them like going on a date during the specials if those are like really fast paced. Um, yeah, maybe before the season two finale, but but also you know like it could have like an extended epilogue like Kipo, and maybe we we spend some time uh, on them like in the last ten minutes or something. You, you could you could have a longer epilogue. I don't know. I want to see an epilogue of Hootie and the Duolingo Owl and all their like weird looking <laughs> children, and he's just so happy. Yeah, imagine well, well, though if they. <laughs> They if they actually brought in him. his family lives inside him inside of the owl house now it's if, they, if they like actually bring in another if they're not gonna it's not gonna be the dueling owl. it could be like a <laughs> random green owl that we see it's like self-insert um, like owl house version of the dueling owl it's not copyrighted is that what you're saying yes yes and that would be, I mean, I would... what I was thinking, if we go full Kipo epilogue, you know, maybe we have a time skip and lose an enemy or older in that blog, and then we we time skip, and oh, here, randomly, here's a hootie love interest in the epilogue. <laughs> I just, I can't believe, like, when you were asking us to write down theories, I didn't consider that hootie would be even more plot significant than King, because I've been thinking that for a while, and I didn't even suggest it, and we obviously don't have time, because it's almost two hours <laughs> into this, but, like, okay, 
We don't know where Hootie came from. We don't know like what he is. I feel like he's going to have huge plot potential at some point, either this season or in season three. Like I would stick my life on that. I don't know like what the answers would be. He's very significant somehow. I feel Hootie, like that's very much on the table. Hootie will eat literally anything. What if he's just got some Titan's blood like, yeah. waiting in his stomach somewhere? It's- Full of Titan's blood. Maybe that's how he can stretch indefinitely and be a house that the organs, <laughs> the house. Like, Hootie is so powerful. I mean, if Hootie fought Bellows, I don't think Hootie would die. Yeah, I mean, Hootie's the secret weapon for the the finale. Um, I like I like that Hootie's the source of the Titan's blood. That's a good theory. Um, <laughs> like 400 years ago he thought it was a present for him and he's just been keeping it till someone asked him for it and now he'll cough it up for a loose no problem if only she knew to ask yeah and he's too checked out to like understand that that's what they need he's he's focused on other things um i do think i do think we like the episode eight kind of explains what hootie is says he's a, a bug demon he's a worm um an insect demon yeah Whereas King is like, oh, we don't know who you are. Um, so definitely like King is the pressing thing to solve. But I mean, I'm still left with questions about <laughs> what Hootie is, not just him. He's generally a worm. Like, that doesn't really explain it to me. Wait, anything about Hootie himself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're next. Next podcast is entirely Hootie Theories podcast. Oh nope. 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 Just kidding. Uh, but for April, don't worry. Uh, what's Michelle? Any uh, final thoughts, hoodie related, uh, on theories or non hoodie related? We didn't talk about Lucy's dad, but I'm not sure he's relevant. I mean, that sounds mean. Like I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, people on our Discord are talking a lot about Lucy's dad. I, I just don't think he's gonna play into it. I feel like he's not that relevant, and that's okay because she's also like literally never mentioned him. So if he's not in the picture, that's fine. Is the Bellows is Luce's dad theory totally dead, or oh are God, people still supporting that. that? If it's still alive, kill it Never dead. Out. Never, never. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's preposterous. Until we know exactly Bellows's backstory, Bellos it can't be dead. Bellows is a very old man. He's not Luce's dad. Okay, Bellows. Well, he was of, young once. <laughs> one yeah. of Bellows's Grimwalkers. He was younger before he started decomposing. He snuck back to Earth, you know. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Oh, he, he, he had a nice night. They they went out oh, for a pasta God. dinner. Like a you know. sailor who goes to port after being at sea for six months, like just for the <laughs> night and goes back on the ship. Yep. Uh, is Hootie loses dad? Can that be true? I mean, yeah, because Hootie is such a mystery. It's he could possible. he could probably shape shift into someone's dad, like contort his body. He made all, he became a whole swambo in less than five minutes of planning to hook up his best friend. I think he could definitely pretend to be someone's dad. His one sided best friend, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah I never no, heard him like that. I know. I'm sorry, hoodie. I'm sorry, uh, Alex. Any uh, other theory things? Um, no, I, I think I'm exhausted on Owl House theories at this point. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on uh, with the show. 
Yeah, um, I'm just excited to you know have have loose um, you know keep keep on her journey of self realization and finding out what she wants out of life as she's encountering uh, new feelings and uh, new new looks on her family and and her found family that, that that that's really the heart of the show for me and I'm just excited to get more of that soon please. Yeah, I do agree. All this theory stuff is fun. I'm most yeah. invested in Luz's emotional arc and, um, you know, Amity and not Amity in, in that, but uh, all, of, all of that playing out in the second half of the season. So it is fun. You know, the show has all that emotional stuff anchoring it and also has all this fun theory stuff. Sure, um, sure. Pretty, pretty fun state, I think, heading into the last 11 episodes of the season, which is a lot, but also not yeah. a lot left of, of the Hell House. Um, yes, well, so we'll, we'll see when the show's back. We'll be back to talk about it. Uh, I wanted to end on a special segment, uh, here on the podcast that oh. was not planned because oh, while we're, oh. so we're recording this podcast on, uh, I know it's, it's far ahead of when it released, but, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, the 23rd of September. Okay. okay. Momentous date. Yes. Yes. While we were talking, <laughs> the, uh, there's what big happened? news that what? was announced, what happened? which is the voice cast of the animated Super Mario Brothers movie was what? announced. Okay. So, oh, why is that so I want to I want to go through this voice cast this and react. And it's the cast list. I want to react because it is it's it's uh, the most ridiculous cast list I've ever seen. So we need to talk about it. What the? Okay. F- oh my god, no. Okay, let's go through. So Chris okay. Pratt is playing Mario. Okay, immediately, no, no. Immediately, I. <laughs> Like some freaking executive, like go to a bar with Chris Pratt one night, and Chris did like a really bad impression. He's like, "That was fun." Like, you want a you want a job, Chris? I've got something coming up. You'd be perfect for. The, the Chris Pratt voice work that I remember is Lego Movie 2, where he's just doing his Jurassic World character of, like, macho dude who, like, doesn't really, like, it's just kind of, you know, wait. Like, that's not what I associate Mario will with. He be, will he be doing an Italian accent? This is what we need to know. He's Italian, and he's not Italian, as far as I know. Chris Pratt is not Italian. <laughs> what is he doing? Charlie Day is playing Luigi. Who is Jack Black playing? Bowser. Jack Black is Bowser, which is kind of perfect, I think. I, I mean, I love Jack Black. I'm sure he can do a great... Fun, he could do something very fun with it, but also, like, why... Why is like, this... I, I could see Bowser as, like, a party animal. Like, you, you could... You could turn that character into 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 something like that which fits jack black uh anya taylor joy is peach eh. uh, like sure but also like why you know uh look she's incredible in queen's gambit so i guess that means she's peach now uh she's blonde <laughs> things she's blonde okay that's one thing dire hair will save money there they're going to lose a lot more money paying for her, though. No, but it's animated. But <laughs> it's, but, uh, you know, we, we, okay, animated. We don't know what that means anymore. Is this going to be like a, a, C, a CG capture? I assume this is like a 3D animated type of thing. Who is that? Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Um, okay, so I, I actually kind of like this one because I, I do think Keegan-Michael Key can hit some high notes and like you need a really neat a high voice to do Toad. And I think he can pull it off. 
So, like, uh, uh, every animated Toad voice is, like, really annoying. But, like, I, I think he can thread the line, it, 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 even if this is just a small role. But, like, that's, like, the one casting I can sort of sort of vibe with. I had to look up Cranky Kong. Is the grandma <laughs> Okay, I didn't remember this was a character that had a Wait, name. we haven't, okay, we haven't done Donkey Cranky. Kong. Is Seth, oh, Seth Rogen oh. is Donkey Kong. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, his his laugh is about Donkey Kong's laugh, right? Like, <laughs> word. So I guess you won't have to do much at least. So it's hard to mess up when you don't have a lot of vocabulary to rely on. Donkey for... Kong better be uh, smoking a lot of pot in this movie. I mean, that's all. Smoking a like... lot of bananas, am I right? Oh, oh, they're definitely doing that. Oh, oh, I, lo- I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, we ha- yeah, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, who's not a major character. Yeah, um... why? He's given like this is such a man. I I can only think of Crinkly Wrinkly in relation to Cranky Kong, and that's because I haven't thought about Cranky Kong since I was like six years old. Uh, what What are some voice work for Fred Armisen of Kevin from Final Space? Yeah, right? Kevin. Like, what else has he done? Oh yeah, I it's mean, Kevin. I guess he can do like grumpy old man or grumpy old monkey. This, this monkey looks ridiculous. It's wearing like a sweater vest and he has a cane. Yeah, just imagine and him as Kevin. And little yeah. spectacles. Like, oh my God. I hope they keep that. Justice Design. for Funky Kong. Where's Funky Kong in this cast? It's Funky yeah, Kong. Funky Kong gets called out. Okay, this is coming out December 21st, 2022. Okay. Oh, yeah. he's wow. Funky Kong. He just looks like Donkey Kong put on some clothes. <laughs> yeah. He's got a surfboard usually. Funky Kong is a cool guy. Uh, I also want to point out this is a collaboration with Illumination, who does the Despicable Me and the Minions movies. So, like, you know, get 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 ready, get ready for some crossover ads. I am uh, I am up for the Minions just hanging out with Mario and Luigi, as like hitting blocks and going banana banana with Donkey Kong. So. I like really don't like this image you're painting. <laughs> No minions. We're not no minions. Come on. This is but already cursed. Let's this podcast is, is as a firm stance on being anti-minion. This is so upsetting. It's just a surprise cameo for the last person. Like, what is even the point of listing them if you're not going to say who their surprise cameos of? What cares? Oh, Alex, did you post this in the chat? I, I, was, I did this independently of seeing what? who said, can we react to this? What? I swear, I did not even see you say that. <laughs> I don't like. I just her. saw your message. I was planning this. I posted this like while we were talking about like Amity's parents. <laughs> I know. I was planning it from once I saw it on Twitter at some point when I should have been paying attention. Oh, like, uh... People multitasking. I was fully engaged no, I... in this conversation and thank closed you, my tabs. I, I, I also one. prepared that King Gonzo Photoshop. I know that was very nice. I'm that's, a, that's an April move doing the Photoshop during the podcast. So good job on that. Okay. That's wow. it. That, that's our wow. Super Mario Brothers podcast. Thank you for listening for two hours of Super Mario Brothers talk. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, will Owl House be done before the that movie comes out? Probably, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because they're going to have to spend so much extra time doing retakes because none of these people are voice actors. <laughs> so you think it's going to get pushed back? Okay. It's <laughs> a good, good uh, theory. There you go. Any final thoughts on any, any topics from today? <laughs> Uh, Grimwalkers, as many Grimwalkers as possible, please. That's what yeah. I hope. Everyone's a Grimwalker. 
I think I hope so. I think Charlie Day could could uh, could uh, do a demon on Owl House. Like he has that kind of energy to him. So like I could totally see like Ida walking into the prison and there's just like this random demon. And he's like, hey guys, what's up? What's going on? Like I, I, I definitely could see Charlie Day pulling that off. So please get Charlie Day to be on Owl House. I think I think it would work. Okay. That, that's um, my pitch. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for Seth Rogen to come into Owl House. No. <laughs> Draw the line. We got probably probably we got some get big guest stars lined up for the specials. Actually, that is that would be interesting. Um, if 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 uh, if those are higher uh, prominence. Anyway, there you go. That's the podcast. Let us know what you thought of our Super Mario Brothers reaction and also the Owl House uh, theories. Um, you can comment anywhere you're listening to the podcast. You can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Overly Animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our Patreon podcast Carter. And thanks as well to our patron executive producers, Steve Beatrice and Michael and Phonition. Uh, the plan is next podcast will be uh, in the vein of our Super Mario Brothers discussion. We'll be finding out who is the most cursed animation character. This is the plan. I'm so insanely hyped for this. The, is, it too, is it too early to put in uh, uh, the, the mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers movie characters into that discussion? Just they based on their voice actors. So we can't. We, <laughs> they have unfair advantage, especially this news being so fresh. I feel like it'd really color our opinions. Yeah, you yeah. could probably sneak in Toad from the Super Mario Bros. Super Show because he was pretty cursed in, in that. Uh, like his, his his voice like would older, pierce your eardrums if you listen yeah. back to those episodes. Live action I'll Super check Mario it. Brothers probably cursed all those characters. Okay, so uh, actual uh, characters like Kevin and Hootie that we brought up here will be discussed. <laughs> so I look forward to that. And I believe that should be it. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.